first day of fall, and it's probably one of the better summer days we've had here. Is today the first day of fall? Or yesterday. I feel like it's always on the 21st, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know the rhyme or reason for the seasons anymore. But you used to. I did at some point. You know, like when you're a little kid at school, there's a, things you, you're taught or things that you learn. Or maybe you know them for like a weekend because and then you stop caring. No. Oh, that's right. You didn't go to school. You were homeschooled. Okay. Good point. Well, we got to get this boat show on the road. Welcome. Welcome to the Futile Podcast tonight. It's Zach. It's Ian. Coming at you for one of the last times. Uh, we're going to talk about from 2011, Drive. Everyone was looking forward to this movie. Everyone thought this movie looked awesome, based on a trailer. So, 2011, Drive. Do you know more about this director than I do? Because I know nothing. Nicholas Winding Refn. <clears throat> Is he uh, European or does it sound that way? He's Danish. He's Danish. Dutch or something. Is this like his third movie or what? No, he's he did a, a very highly regarded series called the Pusher Trilogy. Oh, his, he did those? His first movies. He actually, um, he tried to get into a film school. This is actually a cool story. He tried to get into a film school. They turned him down. And so uh, he shot a short of this idea for the first Pusher, Pusher thing, which is just, they're just very like slice of life type like lives of criminal, like criminals in this city type thing. Um, I haven't seen. I thought it. there was some kind of sci-fi element to it, though. Uh, I haven't seen the first one. I've seen bits of the second. And I've seen the third, and they each followed like different characters that have to do with each other. Even if like some of them. So died it's, a, it's a loose once. trilogy. Kind it's a of loose thing. trilogy um, of people of different like ethnicities in this European city who um, happen to be involved in the drug trade. And, Interesting. And uh, they're they're pretty good. The, the ones I've seen at least. But but uh, anyway, so he shot a bunch for that and uh, and then he showed it to the film school people and they're like oh hell yeah you can yeah, you can join and he was like no <laughs> you turned me down and I made this on my own so guess what now I'm just showing this to you to rub it in your face that right so so then he uh, he raised enough money to, to make them on his own and that's cool uh, and then he did uh, he did a, a I don't know what his uh, he did this one called Bronson with Tom Hardy which oh, right. is really uh, heard about that beloved um, and then he did he's done one or two others and he did this one recently called Valhalla Rising with uh, Mads Mikkelsen Mads Mikkelsen ends, has been in probably half his films or so he was okay. the bad guy in Casino Royale right you got the bleeding eye um, and that that was that I think that actually I thought maybe I was like oh that's just him in his European stage and Drive will be much less European but I felt like Though though the European nature of it kind of looked like an '80s aesthetic yes. and sentimentality, which mm-hmm. it really did, you know, it's, it it looked like a lot of the. I think a lot of that had to do with the soundtrack, but it also looked like a lot of uh, '80s LA films, definitely. Um, uh, in that it was, you know, in this day and age, especially much slower cuts, all that stuff. Yeah, but he, but he's like. Slow cuts to the extreme, hold on people. Valhalla Rising was one of the most violent movies I've ever seen in my life. Now, what is that actually about? It's, it's about a Viking. Okay. Um, who is uh, captured by this clan of Vikings and they all get murdered. 
and he's still there. And then uh, some Christian Vikings, some Christian Vikings pass through, and uh, they he basically hitches a ride with them. They're like, "Hey, we're going to the New World, and we're gonna make them all Christians over there." And he's like, oh, "Okay, that's." He's like, "Okay, that's cool." And so he goes with them, and and. Uh, Probably ninety percent of the movie is people staring off into the distance. Oh, interesting! But it's beautiful. It's the ten beautiful percent shot. is people getting beautiful. murdered. Then ten percent of it is guts spilling out of bodies or eyes being torn or nice. heads sliced open, and it's just just brutally violent. Like, and and this had the same things. Like, I was told the, the the one person that I talked to who really built this up for me was, I mean, I I had expected good, and then I talked to Ryan the other day, and I happened to mention like, hey, I'm gonna go see it. Do you want to go? He's like, oh, I saw it, dude. He's like, oh my gosh, oh, <laughs> so like unbelievably like outrageously like so action filled and it, it really wasn't that action not really it was, it was I, th- I felt it was actually kind of slow like in places drive yeah and Ryan was telling me to watch it but I enjoyed it I enjoyed it but but uh, but yeah I, I felt like it's it's still I mean this guy's never gonna have uh, the European beat out of him even if he's a becomes a studio that's fine with me director which is fine that's fine yeah. but because it will give his stuff an, an unusual take. I mean, it's like it will, but it's but, like an art. This is like a, like an action movie. It's okay for art house people to like. This movie's not going to make money. I know. That any other movie he makes theater. is not going to make money until he until he's able to do something that I mean. I don't know. I mean, I got it's, one it's, of them's going to click. All everything he's done so far has been about the Pusher trilogy was different because it was very like you know like I said slice of life right yeah. And, Thing and it was like about you know people having to make quick decisions really fast and do right. things to save their lives and and. Uh, so did this and everything else I've seen by him has been really like, just like, like he's directing for the aesthetic. It's not, yeah. you know, he's not a Hollywood guy trying to pump out this uh, beat by beat story that it, in a very tight structure that happens because that's what everyone does. Right. So he and obviously he didn't go to film school, you know. But right. Yeah. He he was given free reign to do this and given a pretty big actor to do it and people like Albert Brooks signed on and right. I mean, I liked all that. I mean. <clears throat> I think the slower stuff at the beginning and in the first sort of act... I, I like that stuff because I thought it was leading up to... Yeah, it did. It, it ma- mattered. It was one of those yeah. cases where as you're watching it, you're kind of being like, okay, when's the inciting event going to happen? And uh, you could say that if it's a character piece, which it is, yeah, the inciting is. event is when he first meets the girl. Now, for the action, the inciting event is when he first takes on the thing, which is essentially like the beginning of the second act. <laughs> it's way long. Yeah, so yeah. Like... The, the, like and that movie was way shorter. Like, felt like it was super long to me. But it was ninety-five minutes. Really? Ninety-five minutes. Yeah, it, it felt, felt like it was an hour. And I thought it was like a hundred and four minutes was, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I thought it was way longer. It was less than two, but it, it did feel two. feel. It, it, it felt, felt long, like, but it felt it, like two to me. But it, but it was always pretty engaging, even when it was oh, being slow. Tell you, I I uh, DVR. Like two to Zach. It always feels like two to me. Right. That means I, t- I DVR'd Sea of Chucky for you guys. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's on my. DVR. Oh, great! Maybe next weekend we can check it out. Sea of Chucky. You there, Seth? Next I, Saturday? I seriously have it on there, yeah. Bluffing. I'm next, not bluffing, I swear I, to you. I'm not bluffing next Saturday, maybe. The TV channel plays Seed of Chucky. HBO. So oh, it's un- un- unedited. You it's, can't back out now. Because <laughs> you would have made the excuse that it was edited and wouldn't want to watch Zach it. is offering Seed of Chucky. Oh, I'm down. Okay, I'm down too. Next yeah, weekend. Chucky. Some, have you seen Bride of Chucky? Oh, hell yeah, I've seen Bride of Chucky. The sex scene? Yeah, I've seen the sex scene of Bride of Chucky. Many times. What are you asking me? You think you think maybe I closed my eyes during that part because it was too gooey? It creeped Ian out a little bit. The sex scene between two dolls? <laughs> it was pretty creepy. I mean, it didn't really creep me He's out. He's like though. pulling her hair back and stuff. <laughs> God. <It was> great. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, back to Drive. Um, 
Yeah, I think I'll like this better on a second viewing. I didn't dislike it, but I think like when I can just sort of sit and watch I it. You loved it. And I really liked it a lot, but I think I'll like it even more on a second viewing. Okay. Because I, just, I think some of the slower parts, when you're sitting in a theater, sort of watching a movie, it, it's always kind of a chore to go see a movie, especially when so many people tell you it's good, because then you feel like, you know what, okay, I have to go see it. And so then you're, you do that, and then the beginning's kind of slow in places, and you're like, You okay, just wish people wouldn't tell you anything about movies, so you wouldn't have to go see the, any of them ever. No, I, I, I like, I actually really like the fact that there are reliably good movies like this, where people look at the trailer, like, this looks good, people go see it, and they're like, this is good, and then you go, and you're like, hey, everyone was right. Sometimes everyone's wrong. I'll admit that. I've n- noted it on the podcast a few times, but this time everyone's right. Stack up to transport too. You know what's funny is I was thinking about that afterwards. I was right. like, I was like, you know what? That was a pretty good movie. I'd rather watch Transport. <laughs> I thought that. I'd rather watch Transport. Oh my he's, god! He's in the same game. Transport two. I'd rather watch Transporter 2. You know what I thought? I would rather watch Transporter 2. When the action of the movie really started and there was that other car and you never got to see who the driver is, but that driver was super competent, I was like, what if it's Statham? (laughs) Like, what if it becomes, like, a whole different movie? And it didn't, but but it was fine. Um, That would be funny if after uh, that car wrecks, the window rolls down and he goes, bollocks. Bollocks. It's him. (laughs) Bollocks. (laughs) Because that that, that happens. Right, yeah. And we already know he exists outside the uh, transporter universe. And he he might have been in in L.A. He might have been been in L.A. L.A. Right right after Collateral, he went straight to taking that job where he's supposed to do that. But no, he wouldn't have taken that job because it would have involved just cold-blooded murder. Maybe, right, yeah. Well, no, no, they were supposed to. He's, he's they were a, supposed to tip he's him got off. A heart of gold. He would have been the driver for the guys in the back. that were supposed to just get him and tip him off. I guess he wouldn't do that. He only drives packages, and he doesn't want to know what they are. Right. Good point. Don't you remember all his uh, morals rules? And his, right. his rules. And no his questions. Right. Plus, he's got a heart of gold. You keep you keep looking over the part that he has. Got I heart forgot of gold. that part. Well, what if it was like a prequel before he had the heart of gold? He always had the heart. Of Didn't gold. he learn it from the girl in the first no, one? He was like a uh, what, what do you call British Green Berets? He was you one of those. Seen the oh. Yeah, I've seen parts of them. <laughs> seen parts. You're of talking them. like you don't know Transporter of Lore. I kind of want to see that Killer Elite movie though. It got a really bad review. Yeah, it got terrible reviews. I, I don't know. Whatever. Because it was based on a true story, but everything that happens is so outrageous that right. it could possibly be true. Oh, right. That yeah. um, uh, Tinker Taylor. Soldier that Spy. That, that looks great. like yeah. that looks like a reliable. Like, and it's got all the British actors. I just write every single one of them. Like from the from, from the new Sherlock all the way yeah. through Gary Oldman. And, I think yeah. that's actually playing on BBC right now. The, the new season it's playing again. Season yeah. two started already on BBC America. Like you I can know, get I it. I think BBC oh. America. I think it's yeah, like, yeah. It, it might be proper yeah. BBC. I follow Stephen Moffat on uh, Twitter, and every now and again he posts about doing something. Okay. So basically, I don't know. I give it a three. Darkman 2? No, whatever you're talking Drive. about. Drive. Um, I don't know if you would have liked it. Seth would have liked it a lot. Are you kidding me? I, I, it's all about... Any movie that's about like, a... Is he like slow? A, any movie that's about a single individual character that has like a, a code, be it good or bad, and that follows it through till the end, Right. Seth likes. That's good taste. That's that's a good story. He liked There Will Be Blood. I knew he'd like that when I saw it. Right. And I, I know he'll like this. He he might be like, but the ending was stupid or something like that. But I, I think stupid. he'll like it. Parts of the it were kind of just it was just a it was just a little a throw, it was a little throwaway. Um, it was, was kind of what you expected to. I mean, yeah, I don't know. There was nothing terribly new in this movie, but there were certain things, certain aspects about it that made it like compelling for me. Well, here, the here's, violence for sure, and not just the violence, but the violence perpetrated by the the protagonist. Yeah, he's was a like, like it really hinted at I, something. I had, I had I had a few issues. I'd like to bring them up with you. Let's do mind. that. 
So I didn't think it was perfect either. <laughs> so for one thing, uh, okay. Well, first first thing I'd like to say is that the European aspect of it, I think, disguises some things, and people will know it's a European director, and they'll see it, and they'll think, you know what? Because of the European way in which that was shot, and right, acted, right, it must it must mean it must mean a lot more right. than I figured it was. Oh, oh, because here, because here's the thing: it was hokey in here, some no, places. I, I wouldn't say I'm not going to say hokey. What I'm saying is it's it's very minimal to a fault in that you're you're meant you're meant to you're meant to know just just by reading interview. I read interviews with Ryan Gosling. I read interviews with various other people who who worked on the film, and they all tell tales of what this guy is thinking and how he's got this white knight mentality and he grew up wanting to be a white knight and all this stuff you don't get you wouldn't have you wouldn't have gotten that idea you just right. get the idea that he's you know some sort of honorable person who uh well you get a little of that b- b- but not a lot i don't know i don't i so anyway that's the one thing. I think that hides that. I mean, I think one of the other things uh, cuz I mean, I liked it but I liked it enough that I could be picky about it. Is I mean some of some of the um, I don't know it's not so much the symbology though there was some of that too but like the music choices and everything were very like on the nose in that sense that, well, that's what there, I mean by it being kind of hokey in well places. no there, well there was if you're talking about the one song where uh, the, about the, nature specifically humanity singing over and over about a hero right yeah that that too yeah, yeah. they should have just played that song by uh, David Crosby and Phil Collins about uh, hero from the movie Hero. Or they should have played "I Need a Hero" from Star Short uh, Circuit Two, or that "We Don't Need Another Hero" from <laughs> the, whole, the whole soundtrack should have just been songs about heroes. Exactly. And it could, every time you see his face, it plays, and when it cuts away, it stops the mm-hmm. song. I, I kind of would like if they would also have uh, have gotten the last action hero uh, lick, the the you know the down every time like they right. twisted the toothpick or something. Yeah. How were the titties? There were a handful. They were fake. And they were big strippers, fake, big fake strippers. They were racks. disaffected strippers that just had totally, seen stuff like totally this all their lives. They were just like, like since they were little yeah, kids, probably like, it was you, great. You I this loved guy's it. Head in with a hammer, yeah, that's fine. Okay, just this don't is get this is what happens. Rack. This is what's happened ever since you know my dad screwed his uncle. Ryan Gosling was really good. He was really good. He's a good uh, actor. Um. Oh, so so my other issue was this. So it, uh, there, there's a part toward the end. Where he uh, puts on the mask right, and yeah. goes into the place like, you know what, I'm going to go kill he, Well, yeah, he walks up to he it. He walks up to it like he's going to go kill some people, right? And then he sees inside there's a bunch of women in junk. I think that's why he gets back in the car. And then, I don't so, know what that was all so, about, well, to be it, well, here, But, that's, but that's, that's, what I, that's what it led me to believe. I guess. But we yeah. already know that he likes to beat bitches across the face. No, so, so he's not super chivalrous. That I like his code. His code only extends to so far before he starts beating bitches across the face with a backhand. I think his code it just applies equally. I think that's what you like about the guy. No, I think his code just applies equally, man. He so, she, no, no, she no. didn't fall in any no, kind of special women category. Kids code. No, it's a women and kids code, just like transporter. Right, right. It absolutely is. If you don't give these people exclusively women and kids code, then you can't really justify why he's murdering so many people. Right, right. I mean, he didn't murder that many people. He murdered some people. Not a lot, but a few, yeah. I don't know. Um, self-defense murder. but Mostly, yeah. Still cold-blooded murder. Pretty hardcore. Self-defense murder. So Darkman 2? <laughs> um, I don't know. Return of Kevin Durant. I think... Return <laughs> of Kevin Durant. <laughs> I think I mean, <laughs> he would have been like two. <laughs> I think he was born in 1990. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, I, actually, I think stuff. it is right. I think he was born in 1990. They did kind of throw that away, huh? 
They had they, they applied they had that whole thing about him like really following basketball at the beginning, and then he well, gave up on it. I was thinking about that too. That 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 was an interesting thing to put in there for the character. That was and I liked right. that. I thought I was like, oh, okay, they're they're adding a little bit of depth to the character like that, just to show something that interests him. But in the end, it was just so we could park at the Staples Center and then bail. Yeah, because he knew that the game was going to be ending in a minute, and all the people were going to be pouring out. And I get away. Guess I think, that was I think the he was point. Doing it that was his. That was his go-to like out. Yeah, because he didn't watch another Clippers game after that. No, no, I guess not. He was a Clippers fan, I think. Yeah, he was. The Clippers won too. The Clippers won. That's, that's how, how you knew it was going to be a tragedy. Was, that's how you knew it was fiction. They won the final. <laughs> yeah. No, they were playing Toronto and something. Yeah. It definitely wasn't the time. <laughs> definitely wasn't the finals. No. Um, and it was on a day when the Clippers were wearing like their uh, throwback jerseys, like the blue and red ones. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, I mean, uh, I like a lot of the. I liked some of the aesthetic parts. I liked. It, it, I got was, a kick out of the sort aesthetic. of '80s throwback stuff. Uh, uh, Ryan Gosling was really good. You like his his satin jacket? Uh, that was funny. I uh, no, you, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it was inappropriate. But you liked that he kept wearing it out in the public, even though it was covered in blood. blood. I, I, of course, they did. I cracked up in yeah. the theater. I loved that. Uh, He's just walking all casual yeah. <laughs> with it covered in blood. Uh, is, as far as the rest of the acting, it, it had it had some Hollywood tropes in it. The Brian Cranston character was just the guy that's there. The old guy. To, he was good though. I to mean, lend like, some advice, and then something happens, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, the the Carrie Mulligan character, like, I don't really know if I like Carrie Mulligan. She's pretty I don't really ineffectual know yet either. Yeah, she sort of does a lot of this. I mean, like, she was the same kind of character in Wall Street too, where she's just kind of she's just there to to be the to be uh, kind of like the, 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 vague, vaguely representative Not of like a strong innocence female or something. character. Not particularly. That's what I'm looking for in yeah. my films. Right. It's because you're so progressive. This is a video podcast so you can right. get the sarcasm. Right. I, uh, that's why I like Sucker Punch so much. Right. Exactly. Strong, strong female, female characters. Yes. I agree. Have purpose and, and purpose dignity. and dignity. <laughs> that's why. And I like. they're represented re- uh, as real women. Yes, real women. Right. Um, uh, I was I was bummed though you don't get to see that girl's super sexy dance though. You know what I mean? In Sucker Punch. Oh, I don't even remember cut anything away. about Sucker Punch. And then you punch. see her dreams about like Nazis and stuff. And stuff. Right. Yeah. Her <laughs> Nazi yeah. dreams. But I'd rather just. The entire like that entire fifteen minute sequence they keep cutting to was just her dancing a super slutty dance. I would just watch that instead of that would have been good. chopping up robots. And right, stuff. <laughs> I could have gone with that. Yeah, um, <laughs> he doesn't agree. He's disgusted. He's disgusted. <laughs> He's, disgusted. He's the most progressive by, of all. By of this us. misogyny. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It just it was the right kind of movie. I was in the right mood to see it. Yeah, I, I was exhausted. I, I it. I'd, and I'd probably it, like it more uh, a second time around too. I think it was. Um, I. Uh, the 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 Europeanness of it all kind of was it, a little it bit. It lends itself to watching it at home, but uh, but the 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 score was phenomenal. The score I can't believe you liked it. It was I all this like that. electronic like late nineties kind of stuff. What, were you trying to pigeonhole me? Some was eight? Like, I don't know. Well, I Every just, time I, I talk about the stuff I like, then you're always like, Ooh. "Is that what you think?" I just listen to audio. I think slave? it's just audio slave. I think you're like, "Come on, give myself." I don't even listen to Audio Slave. Okay, that's good. He feels it <laughs> in his sack. Uh, feel it in so sack. I like that. I like the few brutally violent moments. I feel I feel like there should have been a lot more. I feel like he should have killed a lot more people at the end. Uh, I think he didn't kill enough people. Should have been like Rambo. If it was more like Rambo, <laughs> if Rambo had that score, it would be the perfect movie. <laughs> Right, and that font for the the credits. Yeah, that was great. That was great. Into the, the last Rambo movie where he got up on that. The fifty caliber gun. Yeah. Like and the first thing he people. does, first thing he does, is shoot the guy in the front seat. So yeah, he just explodes. Yeah. <laughs> you would do that. Spatters. Uh huh. Yeah. You would have to do that. The front seat guy is going to be your biggest problem. 
Yeah, that was great. And then he just cuts everyone in half. Right. Like and and what's funny is that like you know he's shooting like hundreds of people, right? And and like the the eighteen or so good guys that are out there yeah. like don't get hit by any of the bullets. Well, you have to aim. <laughs> He's he just he's just cutting a swath through the he earth. Was being it's like ripping massive holes through trees and bushes everywhere, and there's just dust and blood and and like and he still doesn't hit a single good guy. That's just you think that's just good aim? Good solid aim, yeah. Luck, pure luck. Luck of the Irish, John <laughs> McRambo. <laughs> luck of the Irish. Yeah. Right. You guys watched Tully Sunny last night? No, we missed. Didn't watch it again. I was working all night. It wasn't as good, except for the stuff about the rum ham. The rum ham was hilarious. The rum ham was pretty good. That sounds funny. I'll but, check uh, it out. The rest maybe. of it was. Eh. I'll Did check you just call out. me rum ham? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I think I was awake for twenty four hours almost exactly yesterday. <laughs> he starts calling him rum ham. <laughs> yeah, that rum ham was a good idea. That, like that sounds ham. good. It does sound good. I would like a rum ham. It's is, a, it, it's, is it a regular ham it's a already ham. grind it's a ham and everything? completely soaked in rum. So right. they, they kept calling it like a ninety-proof ham, <laughs> and they just they sit there and Mac gives Frank props for inventing uh, alcohol that you eat. Oh my gosh! That tastes as delicious as ham. That's hardcore. And then they have to get into a boat and go out onto the ocean because all the dogs on the beach <laughs> want to eat their rum. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like one I would write. Yeah. <laughs> it's ham based. It's got. People escaping animals. Yeah, it's got a, a couple of uh, naked Oops. homeless be- guys butt humping. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> that was really gross. <laughs> okay, don't give, don't sorry, spoil all sorry. the good parts. I just all the everything, good. Good. <laughs> everything good in that? the world. <laughs> That's not romantic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay, so yeah, so I I would give Drive a high four. I think I'll think I'll like it more when I. Ha- have a chance to watch it slowly, like, uh, you know, on... on Is that what you're going to give a girl in L.A. to? The high four? The high four. <laughs> Charlie's like, where did this come from, the broken bottle? <laughs> <laughs> you're spoiling all the good parts. <laughs> it's like, that's just a broken piece of glass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I didn't even think that was that good an episode, but in retrospect, it's really Sometimes fun. that's the way that works with comedy. And I'm thinking that this the drive will be better in retrospect. Better by a little bit. Yeah, it, it had Luke's, some funny Luke's moments. seeing uh, Red State on Sunday with uh, Kevin Smith presenting. He's paying 70 bucks for it, huh? I don't know if he's doing that. I think that's so what it is. It Kevin Smith do, it was released does it? this weekend. Like actual release. Oh, proper, yeah. But yeah, he's just going to be there. When's that guy that made The Room going to make another movie? Uh, he just got a show on something. On some channel. And he's he's hosting and it's really Sophomore Slump? No. That's the, the show, Sophomore Slump. He just goes around and helps sophomores that are depressed. It's like, he helps hey, come slow. on, man, you can do better. <laughs> Driving <laughs> tests not always pass first time. And they throw a football around. Uh-huh. Let's go throw football in backyard. Hey, but they, they stand this close to each other when they throw yeah, they, the yeah, they just they do it over, like, martinis or something on a table. Yeah, I don't know. Would you like, Would you give Drive? Uh, I give it a three and a half. Three and a half out of five. Didn't like it as much as me. Yeah. Okay. Seth has My expectations it. were too high. I expected, Is really? Yeah, I expected it to turn into like a Clint Eastwood bloodbath in the third act. I ex- and, when it, and when it didn't, yeah. it just kept on being European. I was like, eh, this is this. I mean, here's the thing. I expected a bloodbath, a nonstop bloodbath when I watched Valhalla Rising because everything I read was like, this is the most violent, disgusting film I've ever seen. So I was like, great. This is good. So I, so I sat down. I, I 
put on my smoking jacket. Right, you, you prepped yourself. And I, and I watched... Uh, I smoked a pole. I smoked a little pole. And then I, uh, I cleaned up and I watched this movie. And it was mostly people sitting around staring off into the, the uh, right. ocean breeze. And, yeah, uh, I don't know, man. And there was a lot of there was a lot of staring at objects in this movie, also, and, I, and that's very there was European to me. A degree of that, yeah. So what did you give in? I gave, gave it a four. A high, a high four. four. <laughs> he high gave four. it his high four. Yep. Everything um, feels like a two to Zach, though. No. <laughs> it's just because I've been stretched. I've been stretched to my limits, and now everything <laughs> feels like a two. Uh, yeah, so three and a half. And Seth, on a, on a, a guess, you said what a three. He said a three. I'll go three. I think he'll like it. Guess. He'll probably give it about a three and a half when he sees it. I'll have to ask him. Get the hi hat. The hi hat. <laughs> I'm sick of the hi hat. <laughs> uh, the strain in his voice when he says it because he's impressing he's, so much he's rage. So sick of the hi hat. Right. Yeah. He really is sick of the hi hat. I'm so, you know, if, if that movie had come out like with now, he would have gotten an Oscar for that. Polito would have. You think? It would have gotten nominated at least. They usually give Oscars to people that ugly. Uh, uh, supporting actor nods are ba- built for the, uh, the ugly people. That ugly, that who's won the best supporting actor? I don't really Besides know offhand. Denzel Washington. I don't know offhand. He won a supporting for like Glory or something. Glory. Um, I can't think of. I don't know. I don't know offhand. Did Robin Williams win one? He's kind of an ugly guy. He's kind of a funky, uh, funny looking. Yeah, I think he did. Clowny for, kind of guy. Uh, Good Will Hunting, didn't he? Well, there you go, then. It's not your fault, man. It's right. Your fault. Right. Shut up. What are you doing? What are you saying here? Mm-hmm. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's supposed to work. That is how it's should supposed to work. we get a rum ham? Yeah, we should go get a rum ham. I'm into this. Uh, good. I'm into this. Didn't he apologize for the rum ham? I think he apologized. Maybe by the end they reached the point that it apologized for prior. I won't say it. I don't want to spoil for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I would I would have watched it more timely, but I was working. I was, I was working. Oh, I was working. I mean, I work. <laughs> no, not very often. They're <laughs> the only ones that end up having a good time, you know? Yeah, they loved it. They had a great time. Um, yeah, so. so... Go see Drive and support the Support the arts. Support the European arts. Yes. With the, 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 the Nicholas Winding Refn. Yes. I don't know how Americans pronounce that, but that's how it's pronounced in Danish. We should Refn? just go and turn on Darkman 2 Refn. and leave this on so they can hear Darkman. The gales of laughter billowing yeah. out of your window. <laughs> oh my gosh. We might have to do Darkman 2 and 